Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. You got Junie and KG sitting in for right now. Should be joined shortly by Delonte and possibly Jim. BJ feeling a little under the weather this this afternoon. Uh, how you feel, Junie? Hey, man, I'm feeling good. It's beautiful weather outside. Beautiful day for the NFL, man. Bring it on. Come on, 1 o'clock. Them guys got to hurry up and get to their chair before 1 o'clock because I'm ready to get my popcorn out and get ready for the game. <laughs> you know what? We're going to dive right into it. Thursday night, recap real quick. Um, everybody picked the Rams, except for myself. Of course, I had to go opposite with uh, Minnesota. But 38-31 Rams, a shootout. Kirk Cousins, 36-50, 4-22, three touchdowns, costly interception. Uh, Kirk Cousins also had four carries, 28 yards. Um, Dalvin Cook, 10 carries, 10 yards. Adam Thielen, eight for 135, eight catches, 135. Stephon Diggs, 11 catches, 123. Where is Minnesota's run game? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One more. Just give me uh, Murray's stats. Oh, Latavius Murray. I got I got to dig for that. Okay. But wh- wh- where is the where is the uh, 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 Minnesota run game? That's my question. And you know what? They got good two good quality backs. I don't know what it is. Those are two good backs, man. I, I like this. Uh, this 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 only getting a couple of Latavius Murray had two carries for two yards. Oh my God! So if you if you look at it, each back that's one yard per carry on, on with each player. That don't make sense. Not at all. Two yards, two carries for Murray, and you said ten yards for ten carries. Oh my God! Let's move on to the next. I, it's sad. Uh, on the flip side, Jared Goff went off. I played him in fantasy, and he dropped 66 points on me. 26 to 33, 465, and five touchdowns. Awesome job. You got to get him in five stars, two thumbs up. And he did a great job. You know what? I don't want to step on nobody's feet, man, and, 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 they, and, they, and they talk junk about me, but he played a Joe Montana-type game. You're absolutely right. I, I can agree with that. And that, that shouldn't step on anybody's toes. I think that's the ultimate compliment is what that is. And he, what, perfect passer rating? Oh, my God. Jeez. That, AKG? Yeah. Though the Rams are going to be hard to beat this season. You uh, mark my word. If everybody stay healthy, they got a full, they got an excellent lineup, even with, 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 with uh, my man in the backfield. Girl in the backfield. They got an awesome team, man. Indeed, they do. Yes. And they were tough to beat last year. You got one of the best defensive players right. in the league. Then on offense, they, they you know, they were saying, hey, this might, you know, resemble the greatest show on turf. The way they, they slinging the ball around, they have a great mix. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed with them. Uh, speaking of Todd Gurley, 17 carries, 83 yards. Uh, Cup, nine catches, one sixty-two, two touchdowns. Whoever didn't start him in fantasy, I know you kicking yourself. 
Oh my God. Cooks, seven catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. I wow. The thing is about the Rams, their head coach Sean McVay was here. And he didn't quite have the pieces all the time. But when he came in and the Redskins had Pierre Garcon, Deshaun Jackson, uh, Jameson Crowder, he had all these pieces. He made it work. But now he has even better pieces and a better run game. You can see what he can do. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm very impressed with the Rams. All right, jump right into BJ. Delonte, okay. And Big Jim. All right, fellas. We we, we just, we did a little segment on, um, just to recap of Thursday and Jared Goff's uh, great performance. Um, Real quick, fellas, we'll go around the room and, you know, give us your thoughts on that Thursday night game, and then we'll jump into the 1 o'clock games. I... I think it was um, like QB played on both ends at his best. Like we gotta, uh, gotta, I, you know, definitely gotta give golf his props. Cousins, he did his thing too. He was out there slinging them things as well. So they both played well. You know, um, I think the Rams was just, you know, had better execution at the end. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good game. It was a good shootout. I couldn't watch the whole game. I managed to stay up until, like, the Vikings got down by three, I think. But it was just, um, from what I saw, it just – I thought the Rams were just going to blow them out pretty much. But, hey, it was a different story. I thought going into the game that the, uh, the Rams had the upper hand one because they were at home on a short week and they didn't have to travel. I thought the desperation part of it was on the Viking side because they had just got blown out by the Bills. But that Rams team is just too strong offensively. And they, they got to work on some things defensively, even though you got one of the top quarterbacks on the other side on, on the other side of the ball, and Kirk Cousins, he has weapons also. So I thought they did a pretty good job. But the game definitely went the way I thought it was. I, I thought the I, I, if the Vikings were, were at home, I would have gave it to the Vikings. But the Rams at home, not having to leave, not having to travel, Rams all day. All right. With that being said, uh, Carolina and Washington on buys this week. So we got a shorter schedule than normal. Let's start from the top. Miami, New England. And they are in New England. Uh, I don't have a buy. I don't have a uh, a line on this one. Fifty and a half. Fifty and a half. That's that. We gonna call. We gonna make you a bookmaker. We got damn. We got just nothing but stars on this show. We got a bookmaker and BG and BJ, and then a dag on a uh, uh, wrestling guru and a don. I mean, we got everything. Hey, that's what it's about, man. Everybody p- brings something different to the show, man. That's why we are the sideline junkies. 
All right, 50. And I know the Patriots favorite in this one. Uh, it looks like Miami's favorite, really. All right. All right, well, we'll go BJ, Delonte, Junie, Jim. So take it away, BJ. Uh, New England at home. I think Tom Brady is going to have probably a limited Josh Gordon today. He's supposed to test out that hamstring. Gronkowski. Uh, I'm going to go – this This is the divisional rival. I, I think I'm going to go New England, though, but it's going to be a close game. I'm going to give it to New England, 31-28. Uh, I'm going to just go with Brady and the boys at this one at home at Gillette. It's just – that's, that's, if it was Miami at home, I think I would lean towards Miami. Ah uh, man, this is a it's, it's a tough one, and, and this is the first game uh, on our slate. Um, Miami, they they've been playing good, Un, you know, unbeaten. Um, one of three teams still unbeaten. Uh, their defense has been phenomenal, but. Yeah, just like BJ said, it's the Patriots. They're home. You know, they lost two straight, um, you know, in, in bad fashion on a road. I know Tom and Brunk, are they going to redeem themselves? Um, I'm going to give it to the Patriots. But it's going to be close, 27-24. Oh, my God. Did we say the New England Patriots? OMG. <laughs> Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's gonna get what he. I mean, he's gonna do what he do. But I gotta go with Miami, seventeen ten. Man, well, I, I'm gonna go with New England. Um, they they have to win. If they lose this game, it' gonna be so many headlines coming out of uh, New England. I think this might be a must win for. New England. Um, I haven't seen too much of Miami this year, so um, just the Patriots being the Patriots, and they tend to pull things out when things start to look a little shaky. Uh, I'm giving it to the Patriots this game. Um, I'm going 24-13 Patriots. Uh, I mean, this is a no-brainer for me. I'm saying New England 38-31, but Tom Brady going to have – he's not going to let Jared Goff outdo him this week. He's going to show that why he's Tom Brady, why he's the GOAT. So, Tom Brady, and he's going to throw four touchdowns, 38-31. Did you mean Ryan Tannehill? No, I mean Tom Brady. You mean, no, I'm talking about, you said he wasn't going to let Jared Goff out. You mean statistically? Yeah, statistically. He's not going to let him out. That's what I mean. You know, Jared Goff had... Perfect passer rating Thursday night. And Tom Brady like, nah, let me, <laughs> hold my beer. Let me watch. Let me show you how it's done, youngster. <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Moving, moving on to Tennessee. We got Philadelphia coming in to town. Both teams are 2-1. Uh, what's my line, BJ? The line is 41 and a half, and uh, Philly's a three-point favorite. Mm. Okay. That's on you, B. Well, last time I picked against Tennessee, they won, but that's not going to deter me today. I think 
every game Carson Wentz gets under his belt, he's just going to get better. I believe Alshon Jeffrey makes his season debut today, so he gets one of his big targets back along with Nelson Aguilar, uh, uh, Zach Ertz. I think it's going to be a close game because I, I still think Carson Wentz got to get the rust off of him. They, you know, they ran out of WD-40, so you know they gotta, he got to do it himself. But I'm going to give it to Philadelphia, and I'm going to go 21-17 Philadelphia. Uh, make no mistake, I like what uh, Tennessee has done thus far this season. Um, they beat Houston, um, which was which was actually a good win, and then they gave Miami a good fight. I think today, I think Philly's going to be too, a little bit too much for them. Um I think Wentz, you know, he, he's going to, you know, be getting more and more comfortable with, you know, being back on the field. I got Philly winning 31 to 20. You know what? I look, I look so bad last week in week three, y'all. I'm doing all <laughs> I'm doing all upsets. I'm not picking what nobody else picked. I'm being myself. <laughs> that bad news, Junie. This week, Tennessee. 24-17. I'm going with Philadelphia. I think uh, Philadelphia is going to be a little too strong uh, for um, uh, Tennessee. Is Delaney Walker out? Uh, Let me see. Um, Week four. Injury report. That's one thing I didn't pull up was the injury report. Because that's uh-huh. pretty much Mariota's main weapon. But I think I think uh 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 Delaney Walker's gone for the season. He dislocated his ankle. See, yeah, so that puts them in a bind. I think they got Corey Davis, and I don't know how well he's doing as a wide receiver, and mm-hmm. if him and Mariota has any type of connection. So I'm gonna just roll with Philadelphia. I'm with as Wentz gets more games in, that offense should start clicking even better which will motivate that defense, which will also get that defense plenty of rest, too. So, yeah, I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going to say um, about 38 to 10. All right. Uh, I'm I'm rolling with BJ on this one. And everybody pretty much got his score close up for Jim. Jim just got that defense being dominated. But I don't know how which Mariota you're going to get. You're going to get the Mariota you got last week. You know, when he came in a relief or or what, but I think it's just gonna be a close one, twenty eight twenty four Philly. And how let me let me say this. How bad of a quarterback do you have to be for the team to go to the injured starter for him to come in and help help the team win the game? How bad do you have to be? Why are these guys still in the league? I ain't even gonna go no further. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, it sounds like somebody should be fired. <laughs> yeah. I agree, I agree wholeheartedly. Next game. Uh, man, we going to Atlanta. And Cincinnati's coming into town. Cincinnati 2-1, and one, Atlanta 1-2. and two. The, line, the line for this game is 52, with Atlanta being a three-and-a-half point favorite. And really and truly, they got three points for being at home. So that says a lot about this one. Um. Well, I I'm just not a and and uh, 
Freeman is out again also. That means Tevin Coleman will be taking a load for Atlanta. Julio Jones, they said he's okay, but he's coming off an injury. So is A.J. Green. Both both big receivers in this game is coming off an injury. So I, I expect a lot from Calvin Ridley on um, Atlanta side and um, and Tyler Boyd for the, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I'm going to go Cincinnati 27 to, to 21 in Atlanta. Atlanta, I think, uh, dare I say, I think they still kind of dealing with that whole Super Bowl pickup that they committed a couple seasons ago. Um, you know, they were kind of in last year, and, you know, they started out kind of starting kind of funky this year. I think that trend continues today. I think uh, Cincinnati's going to go into Atlanta and beat them. Um, I got the Bengals winning. 31-17. Okay. This is what bad news Junior steps up to the mic. <laughs> this is definitely going to be a shootout, but I think at the end of the shootout, Matt Ryan will be standing up. Paul, uh, let's go with ATL. Uh, 35-24. Could go ahead. Yeah, this, this one of them games, like, you don't know which offense is going to show up, the the good Cincinnati offense or the good Atlanta offense. I mean, both of them can be kind of like uh, stunning and shocking to you if you watch them play. But I think I'm going to go with Atlanta only because I always need Cincinnati to lose. And I, I'm expecting probably another big game out of Calvin Ripley. Um, so I'm going to go with Atlanta, um, probably be close game, 21-18 maybe. Well, I'm I'm picking Atlanta because after the showing last week, you kept up with a high-powered offense in uh, New Orleans. So give me Atlanta forty-one thirty-five because we know they can put up points, but we also know they can't stop nobody. So give me Atlanta forty-one thirty-five. Next one, Tampa Bay and Fitz Magic comes to Chicago to take on Mitchell Trubisky. And the Chicago Bears. Oh, man. Well, the line for this game is uh, 46, with the Bears being three-point favorites. And um, I'm definitely not leaning that way. I think that Tampa Bay gets back on track just a little bit this week. Um, I don't think it's going to be, you know, the high-scoring games we usually see out of Tampa Bay. I think this is going to be a close one. But I'm gonna give it to Tampa Bay, twenty-four to seventeen. Uh, I think this is gonna be a dog fight. Um, and you know, with a dog fight, it's gonna be scrappy. It's gonna be kind of low scoring. It's gonna be some turnovers committed, but it's gonna be some miraculous plays committed as well. Um, I don't know. I, I think uh, Khalil Mack, he, he's gonna uh, make a statement, another statement in this game. I'm going with, with the Bears, uh, 16 to 10. Okay. I like Tampa Bay's offense, the Bears' defense. But as we all know, defense wins games. Amen. So I got to go with Chicago, 17 14. Yeah, this is kind of tough for me. I don't know if you're going to get the Fitz Magic or the Fitz Interception. Um, 
if he played like he did last week in the first half against Chicago and Chicago gets an early jump and with that defense, it's going to be probably pretty much over because that means um, the Buccaneers going to be delegated to only throwing bombs and trying to get huge chunks. But I'm going to go with this uh, Bears defense. I'm going to go with the Bears. Uh, 17, uh, 17-9. Mm. Jesus Christ. Well, I, I, um, I think I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. I'm going to say Fitzmagic's going to keep rolling. Uh, Tampa Bay, 24-10, but Tampa Bay's going to jump out to an early 14 off the lead. And, you know, eventually, early, Chicago put the clamps on them, but it's going to be a little too, too little too late because they're not getting any production from the offense. Tampa Bay, 24-10. Next! Moving on to Dallas. The Detroit Lions, one and two, come in to face the, the Dallas Cowboys, who are one and two. All right. All right, fellas. The line on this game is uh, 44, with Dallas being two-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I that just saying much. Nah, it's not saying much. I, I just don't think that um that Dallas offense, from what I've seen, unless they're giving it to Zeke 35 times, I'm going with Matt Stafford and the Lions going into Dallas and beating the boys, going uh, 35-21 Detroit. Well, it's the game in which I play devil's advocate. Uh, I think this is Ezekiel's coming out party today. Um, Dak, uh, you know, he's average at best, but I think Ezekiel, he's going to be he's going to play an integral role in today's game. I got Dallas winning. It, it won't be by much. I give it to him. 19 to 17, Dallas. Alright. Uh, Whitten retired. They got rid of Dez Bryant. So he don't have too many targets. So like BJ said, unless Ezekiel touched the ball 35 times, Dallas ain't going to do nothing. So I have to go with Detroit, 24-10. Yeah, this one, I, I'm just yeah, – I'm going to go with Detroit. I think I'm going to take Detroit 17-13. Um, uh, I mean, how much – you can't – you got a whole season to go. You can't wear out uh, Zeke like that. Cause you're gonna really be in trouble if he get hurt because you pounded him the ball. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Detroit. I'm gonna go ahead and pretty much take Detroit also. Uh Matt Staff is gonna have a brilliant game. Golden Tate, Galladay, uh 24-7. And this game, if Dallas loses this game, which I believe they will. Uh, uh, Jason Garrett will be on, not even on the hot seat. He's going to be on the super hot seat. I don't think Jason Garrett will ever be on the hot seat. Well, I mean, we're talking about the same owner that got rid of Super Bowl winning coach Jimmy Johnson for Barry Switzer. That was personal. Yeah, that's that was yeah. personal. Parcells was personal. When you got a butt boy and Jason Garrett – he 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 got exactly what he, what he wants, and he ain't going nowhere. Oh hey, well, look look. If he wasn't getting rid of Jason Garrett, you might want to watch out. Tony Romo may be the next coach. <laughs> yeah, and you know Tony Romo looks real good when you're on TV and he breaking down film. 
and you know he can he calls the plays before they come. But when you got that, when you don that headset, it's a totally different monster. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Rope was in the but next next game. Let's travel to the frozen tundra of Green Bay. It's not frozen yet, but it's still there. Um, Buffalo one and two coming in to face the Green Bay Packers one one and one. Well, the line on the game is 43 and a half with Green Bay being a nine point favorite, which I think is uh, definitely definitely a good spread. I don't think this is going to be the, the Buffalo Bills you saw with Nathan Peterman from here on out. This offense is going to be able to move the ball. They still got some growing to do. So I am going Green Bay, going 24-17 Green Bay. Buffalo, they, they did some nice things last week, which led them to a win. Um, I think Green Bay, I wouldn't say they regressed, but I, I think, they, you know, they slept, you know, they were sleepwalking at FedEx Field last week. Um, I think they'll wake up today, especially since them being at home. I think Buffalo, they'll put up a fight, but it won't be enough. I got Green Bay winning 23-17. to 17. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Just getting my popcorn ready. It's almost one o'clock. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't, I don't think they have enough for for Green Bay Packers. So Aaron Rodgers going to pull this one off. Thirty-one ten. Yeah, I'm also going with Green Bay. Hey, but I went with the Vikings last week and got smacked in the face by the Buffalo Bills. So I'm gonna go ahead and still take Green Bay. I think they might be just a little too strong for the uh um. The Buffalo Bill, but I'm going to say it's going to be um, 27-14. Well, uh, Junie said he going to be himself. I'm going with I'm going with mind over, over heart. My heart says Green Bay, but my mind says go with Buffalo. So I'm going to pick BJ's Buffalo Bills over the Green Bay Packers. Oh my God. 24 21, last second field goal, Josh Allen imposes his will on this game and has an, uh, another great game and pulls the W out. Good call. Wow. Next game. We're going to head up to Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. The Indianapolis Colts, one and two, are hosting the Houston Texans. I was about to say the Houston Oilers. Jeez, flashback. <laughs> Houston. Uh, now go ahead, go ahead. I'm uh, uh, Houston's 0-3 coming in this game. Man, oh man, oh man. I've been picking Houston all season. I think they're gonna it's gonna be a close game. I think uh DeAndre Hopkins, he's on an injury report. I think thumb, ankle, and something else. I'm gonna take Indy at home. The line is 48 with Houston a one-point favorite, but I'm gonna take Indianapolis, 24-21 over Houston. Folks, Andrew Luck is back. He's back. Uh, if you watch the game against the Redskins, the way how they move the ball, you can tell he's back. He's comfortable. Um, he's not elite, but he's back. Uh, I think it's been too much for Houston. Um, they have a good defense, but I think they're still trying to find their footing, so on that note, I'm gonna go with the Colts. Um, won't be a blowout, but it'll be 24 to 14. 
Indy. Um, Houston, J.J. Watt is going to have a uh, run all, all over the field, okay? J.J. Watt's going to get his points for you fantasy uh, people, but Andrew Luck's going to be too much for Houston. Let's go Houston, 17-14. I mean, oops, sorry, y'all. Indy, 17-14. Yeah, I, this is another must win. This is Houston needs to win to to get some confidence and get themselves motivated. Uh, I'm gonna go with Houston on this one. I'm gonna go with Houston, uh, twenty four twenty one. Well, I thought this is gonna be the lock of the week game. It's we haven't agreed on across the board on one game all week, so. I'm going with Indianapolis. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Deshaun Watson. I loved him when he came into the draft, and I told everybody he's going to make an impact in this league, and nobody believed me. Before he got hurt, he was rookie of the year. But Andrew Luck's coming back, and he's slinging that ball. And in actuality, out of the two losses that Indianapolis got, that game against Cincinnati, he was driving them down to win that game, and it was a fumble by the tight end that cost him that game. So give me Indianapolis – Mm, 21-17. Next game. Last one for the 1 o'clock. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are hosting the New York Jets. Jacksonville 2-1, and one, New York Jets coming in 1-2. and two. Uh, Let's see. The line for this game, fellas, is 40 with Jacksonville being a 7.5-point favorite. Um, and I'm going to lean towards that way. I think that this defense is going to be a little bit too complex for Sam Darnold, even though he's making some good throws. Um, he looks good. I think they're going to bait him into a couple of mistakes. and going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars, and this is going to be the anemic Blake Bortles. They can't do anything. He can only play against elite teams. So I'm going 17-7, Jacksonville Jaguars. My upset pick of the week. It is. I got the Jets. Um, I think they're going to uh, beat Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville, I'm not sure what happened to them last week. Six points. Like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, they only gave up nine, but to only score six points. And you got a couple of their players predicting that they was going to go undefeated. I don't know. That, that's, a, that's a bad way to go. So, <laughs> I think uh, that slide continues today. I got Sam Donald. Cause, oh, and make no mistake, the Jets have a, a good defense as well. If anyone watched the Detroit game, um, I got the Jets winning 17-16, uh, last second field goal. What happened to them last week would not happen to them this week. Jacksonville, 24-17. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I will go with the Jets, but with the the little, uh, was it Jamal Adams and the coach and making bad calls and who's calling plays? Um, that's a little minor distraction. And when you're the Jets and you're trying to get somewhere, you don't need these distractions on your road to recovery. So um, I expect Jacksonville uh, to win this one. Uh, I would say uh, 17 17 6. Well, gee, me Christmas. Everybody, you know, got this game kind of sort of close. Um, I think this would be the the, the the wake up call that Jacksonville's defense needs. And that's a dominant defense. 
but I, I, I I'm not. I gotta disagree with you, BJ. I don't think. I think Blake Borders going to actually show up. I don't think he's going to be anemic. So give me Jacksonville thirty-one-six. And that right there will do it for the one o'clock. We're gonna come right back with the four p.m.s and the four p.m., the eight p.m., and the Monday night. Stay tuned.